It's Christmas morning in September. Welcome to the post-draft live reaction podcast of the Washed Up Has-Beens League. We're joined here by a few members of the league. I'm Alec, the Avocado Martinez, joined by uh, Tyler, Teeler, Gibson. That's fair. On my left here, we, or excuse me, on my right here, we have Garrett Walshingham. Makes a difference to the listener. No H. No H. Walshinghammered. Yeah. I've known him for, what, six years now? Just realized how to spell his name. Uh, Matt, the league villain, Rogers. Sloth daddy. Sloth Ice daddy. Man. <laughs> Ice man. Ice hole. Uh, we've got Nathan, Nate Dog Helm. Daddy Helm. Yes, sir. I just, I just broke his anonymity. He didn't want his name being said. Uh-oh. We're going to have to cut Scratch. that out. Uh, we got old Preggers over here. We got the better half, the better Gibson. <laughs> Ashley is joining us with uh, Sailor Dean in tow. She has not joined us. Ashley, how you doing? I'm okay. Very pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, but not least, the nice guy. You saw his bio most recently. Corey, <laughs> Case Sprad, Spradlin. Corey, how are you? Yeah, I didn't sign up for that. What'd you uh, think about, what'd you think about your bio? I was, like, surprised. I honestly thought someone, like, like with some spam things, like, <laughs> my, my Facebook picture, like, what is this? Why am I yelling he'd at you? He'd ask so me confused. for your tag, for your Instagram and tag. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you, uh, you didn't share it, I noticed. Or <laughs> like it. Or like it. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't gotten around to it. <laughs> it's been three days. Well, I just started Two listening days. to your podcast. I'm not going to like something I don't like. Well, now you're on the <laughs> That's it. He's on it now, so he's going to have a lot That's to say. It. i got to get my own opinion first. Can't just, you know. We're going to jump into it. We're going to get a live reaction here of the uh, of the draft. I'll start with me. Uh, man, a, a lot of things going on. I had what, five picks in the first 24. Uh, me and Tyler had the first draft day trade uh, in league history. Uh, in in draft trade, I had a draft day trade last year. Corey, Didn't take too uh, long. No, no, it fell through. So that was the only one of the draft, huh? Yeah, Corey uh, and you and you and Garrett were working on something. Yeah, Garrett kind of punked me. We were working on a trade, and he just took took a player and said, "Sorry, I'm I'm done." But uh, man, I'm I'm real pleased with my team. I think the best pick I had was Jameis Winston in the eleventh oh. round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, Chris Carson. Austin Eckler uh, and then Melvin Gordon in the IR spot. I uh, got at receiver Michael Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper. I, I'm real pleased with my team. I, I, I've got no complaints. I think I'm easily going for an A draft grade. So, wow. <laughs> what's new, Walsingham? What do you got? Well, kind of got a mixed bag. Um, one of my biggest complaints about this new app was I couldn't mock with all the pick trades and all the keepers. But what app can you do that in? Well, I'm not saying that this is any different, but I just had my hopes up. And that led to my year-over-year strategy of not mocking and not preparing. So came in with pretty much the same expectations as every year, which is do better than Alec. And, <laughs> not hard. And you failed. And I'm pretty sure that I sealed that one up. So. We'll find out in week one. <laughs> what about you, Rogers? Iceman? Best player available strategy, always and forever. Uh, very little preparing. Uh, best pick would be uh, Tony Pollard. Um, he will he will play what, the first wait, three. What games round was and, that? Uh, <laughs> Eleven <laughs> rounds too early. That, what was that in the fifth or sixth? No, no, we're gonna go. Will it tell me in the app here? Yeah, I will. Should tell you. Oh, I'm on the. Uh, you took Tony Pollard in the seventh round. Seventh round. Of the seventh. Yeah. Seventh round yeah. after the news today that it seems imminent that. Zeke will 
have a new deal inked here. A lot of upside this week. A lot of upside, possible keeper. I wouldn't say a lot um, of upside, but I don't mean. don't love the team. I'm gonna ride on Mahomes <laughs> and, and OBJ. So okay. What about you, Gibby? Well, as you know, I, I I'm gonna think pretty highly of my team, and that's honestly. Something that I, I can say that I, I'm not usually one to just pat myself on the back for a team. I mean, in our previous mock that we did, uh, I gave myself third out of the four teams that drafted. Um, I, I can pretty much call it as it is, as I see it. So, I mean, there's still, you know, some wiggle room for what you think. But I think when you end up with a starting lineup of Breeze, Kamara, David Johnson, Antonio Brown, Keenan Allen, Greg Olson, obviously I'm weak at tight end. But I've got Diggs in my flex. And I'm still sitting here with Devontae Freeman, Allen Robinson, Calvin Ridley on my bench. I, I really like my team. I, I would put my draft ahead of yours any day. Well, you, you'd be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Nate Dog. Well, I started my Solid. draft at uh, – Yeah, round C. Nate, Nathan, you had probably the most intriguing draft I've ever seen in my life. Absolutely. I started a sixth round, and it was not good. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably the lowest uh, – projected player in the league, but, you know, I, I have good hopes for what I've got going on. It, it, it is a lot of upside, but... For, the, for, those, for those who don't know, Helm went all in on last year. He uh, pretty much spent most of his capital heading into this. He had only high round players on his team, so he didn't really have any good keepers. In our league, there's a lot of value-based keepers that really benefit you, and he was just already shorthanded heading into this year and heading into the draft. He went ahead and cashed in on that and pushed all his chips to next year. So he, he his was, team is so bad right now that that sloth daddy made a bet with him that he wouldn't win two games. So which he will lose. I don't know. I, I think I that. think that you he would have he would be the favorite in that. Let's bet. not negate the bet that we have on Winston that. He will not be a top ten quarterback, and you made the worst pick in the draft. We'll get there. That's a good <laughs> yeah. one. That, we'll that's, get there. that's spicy. Yes. So. Moving on, uh, uh, better Gibson, what did you think? Um, I mean, for as little preparation as I did, obviously my mind's a little preoccupied with other stuff. But um, you guys probably don't know, I'm a huge Bama fan. So had to take my guy Julio Jones and uh, Mark Ingram, so hoping that they're going to give me some luck this season. Um Basically, I'm going to hope that Tyreek Hill and Zach Ertz just kind of pick up where they left off last year and hope that Carson Wentz can stay healthy. So, pretty pleased with my team, just hoping that, you know, injury-wise. Yeah, you got to stay yeah. healthy. You really got to, especially Todd Gurley there. If you yeah. stay healthy, you're, you're if definitely – If I stay healthy, I'm good. If not, I'm screwed. So, <laughs> it is what it is. And lastly, the kind-hearted Corey. What do you got for us? What do you think of your draft? It's garbage. Agreed. Ooh. Agreed. <laughs> there's, no, there's no stability. Everything could be hit or miss every week. I mean, starting from my first pick, as long as I hammer that out. Oh, that'll be fine. Yeah, but still. Zeke. And then, I don't know. I think my keepers were fine, but mm-hmm. other than that. I like your kettle picker. Your kettle picker. Your kettle keeper. Kettle keeper. That's like a kettle keeper. I don't have, I don't have, much, I don't have great depth in the no. running back department. I mean, both the guys are going to be definitely PPR heavy, so I'm going to just going to hope that. Well, that's what we are. Do some dump passes all year with these two teams with uh, Duke Johnson and 
James White. And I mean, if that actually, I mean, if Tom, if it comes out like how Tom Brady's been playing, I mean, I think with the added first uh, first down reception point that we added in our league, those they'll be fine. Yeah, those will be real big. Overall, I think all those new points y'all added is going to be make an interesting first year. You have to see how it goes. You don't really know who's going to be. Yep. For, for those uh, wondering what he's talking about, we added first down for a, uh, a a reception first down and a rushing first down. We also added a point for each of those. Yeah. What, what was the other point addition we added? Um. Well. Uh, well, we added a couple other bonuses uh, for r- number of rushing attempts for some of the backs that don't catch balls. So they uh, get twenty plus rushing attempts. They'll get a bonus point, and then also for quarterbacks if they. Uh, complete 25 passes in a game, they'll get a bonus point. So just some small things here or there, but no game changers, but they'll definitely have an impact. So so we'll do a little round table discussion here. We'll just ask questions, go around and give our answers. First one, first question I got for everybody, what was the most shocking event of the draft for you guys, most shocking pick of the draft? Uh, we'll start with we'll start with Walsingham. Well, I think uh... – Alec already alluded to it, and that was Jameis Winston in the 11th round. Uh, I just Ooh. couldn't believe that we went with Jameis Winston with so many other quarterbacks on the board that are on par with Jameis Winston and maybe not as high of a ceiling, but they're going to show up. I mean, Big Ben was the one everybody was talking about, so it just that was confusing. You and mean we, the Big Ben that went undrafted? Right. Yeah, so all you well, guys were talking about it, but nobody wanted to draft it. Well, because I got Deshaun Watson early on, mm, so okay. I didn't have to worry about that. So I was free to, you know, talk. So Mahomes isn't, or, or <laughs> not Mahomes, um, Winston isn't. Uh, you, you wouldn't take Winston over Philip Rivers? No. No. Wow. Okay. No, Philip Rivers is always there. He's not always there necessarily for the Chargers, but he's there in fantasy. I mean, he's he's putting up points in the fantasy realm and. I think I mentioned at the time I would have taken Philip Rivers in front of Jameis Winston. But it doesn't matter because we got a really fun bet out of it between Alec and Helm, so we'll see how that lands. Uh, bet on top ten performance this year out of Jameis Winston, so well, it's going to be fun. If you listen to the podcast, you know that I'm pretty high on Winston. I got Godwin I just just to defend myself a little bit. I, I think it's a great pick. So, uh, I mean, there, Cam Newton was off the board. Matt Ryan's off the board. Russell Wilson's off the board. Wentz is off the board. I mean, at that point, I'm, I'm looking at – Guys with a high ceiling, and if if you combine Fitzpatrick and Winston from last year, they were the number two quarterback. And now they're in Bruce Arians' offense. He's got he's got Evans back. He's got Godwin. It's y'all are wrong. So uh, Matt, <laughs> Matt, what what was your what was the most surprising pick for you? Um, come back to me. I'm looking for it. Good, good deal, <laughs> good deal. What about you, Gibby? <laughs> well, I, I'm actually I'm actually trying to uh, locate our draft board here on the app. Yeah, so am I. I'll go. So let's see. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and do mine. It was definitely a Kevin taking, and Kevin had a couple of them, but nothing more surprising than Devin Singletary in the third oh, round. Well, that yes, I, that's that's. I, I, I don't. I I do believe I was high on Devin Singletary. Tyler's high on Devin Singletary. If you've done watched that? any preseason, <laughs> exactly, exactly, Matt. If you watched any preseason football, know anything about what's going on? He's probably going to have a chance to be the lead back in Buffalo, but even when McCoy was the lead back in Buffalo, he wasn't going in the third round. And Singletary's not even for sure the lead back, no. and he went in the third round, and just 
uh, a lot of baffling picks from our defending champion, but that's definitely one of them. Okay, I, I I've got I've got mine here. Um, I mean, so long as we're not going to call Matt out too hard. I mean, Tony Pollard was shocking, but honestly, <laughs> I was the first shock of the draft. Because I mean, Angela taking DeAndre Hopkins at two, that can be defended, but carry on Johnson at two six from Kevin again, the league champion. <laughs> Wow, and and last year he did some questionable things. I mean, he took Christian McCaffrey at five overall, and we all thought that's eh, a little bit of a reach. He's got potential, but then there he went, and, and Kevin snagged Juju Smith-Schuster in the sixth last year, and, and that worked out, and he rode them to a uh, to championship. But I just think that carry on here with Joe Mixon on the board, a bevy of receivers on the board, I, I mean, he passed on Mike Evans, Adam Thielen, Antonio Brown, Stephon Diggs. He already had Christian McCaffrey. It just it seemed a no-brainer that he should take a receiver here, and if he took a running back, carry-on was not the guy, and that, that was the first shock of the draft to me. Definitely. Uh, uh, we're going to move on to uh, Case Brad. What do you got for us? What was the most surprising pick for you? Uh, that was pretty interesting. I mean, uh, especially, the, I mean, we're going to talk about the Devin Singletary. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the winner I mean, overall. Yeah, no, that was... it, I don't think anybody would be mad if he would have picked it, but just, like, why that early? Like, he probably could have slid at least five more rounds down. I mean, I was happy because I got Devonta Freeman after that. But... What about you, uh, Nate Dog? Uh, I mean, all those are good. I mean, I still have to go with O.J. Howard at, at 4.4. I think that's a little early for, for, you know, someone like that. But, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we were – Howard slotted as a, I think a sixth or seventh round ADP, and you know Romeo doing Romeo things just not making a lot of sense sometimes, and well, he I'm, probably got flustered and just took OJ Howard thinking he needed to. Fill I'm gonna a, a defend it a little bit. Uh, I, I mean, in our league that could be disputed as the number one tight end on the board because Kittle and Ertz well, were kept. Yeah. Kelsey was taken in the second round. So, O.J. Howard, and depending on how you feel about O.J. Howard, Evan Ingram, and Hunter Henry, that could be, you know, one of the last stops on the train for something like that. Well, but and the thing is, I mean, tight ends weren't taken again until the sixth round. Oh, and, I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I took Greg Olson in the 13th round as my number one tight end, so I'm not – I'm definitely not saying that – And, and a guy – I mean, the guy that was – he was short on wide receiver. He's got Juju, but, uh, I mean, he passed on Jarvis Landry – he passed on Calvin Ridley, he passed on Tyler Boyd, he passed on Brandon Cooks. All these guys, well, not Brandon Cooks, he was kept, but you know, all these guys that could have really helped his team, even if he had taken Deshaun Watson there, instead he took you know, O.J. Howard, and I think it was just way too early. And, we and we can't with, forget. I'm with, I'm with Nate on this, Nathan on this we one. We can't forget that it, it looks like after that fourth-round pick by him, that he didn't pick again until the until sixth. The sixth. sixth yeah. So that was his last chance. Really, for me, that's why I wasn't considering a quarterback or a tight end in the fourth because I didn't pick again until the seventh round after that. And I just knew that ultimately there was no way I could field a, a decent roster if I went on those type of positions that early. And that's something that Romeo probably should have taken into account. Well, he also At, took, he also took uh, Philip Lindsay as a sixth-round pick. <laughs> which is a, a, it, it's a kind of a volatile pick, yeah. you know, could, could – be awesome if he's the same as he was last year, but I think most people think that Royce Freeman's going to get fair opportunity. Ashley, what about you? What was the most surprising pick in the draft for you? Um, I mean, you guys basically left me with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of 
kind of ticked that Garrett took Deshaun Watson from me, I'm going to be honest. That was an early one. Yeah. I think a lot of people were eyeing them. Yeah. I uh, didn't expect him to go that early. So, definitely disappointing. But, um, great pick by Garrett. Um, <laughs> would have been a great pick. So, that was the most surprising thing. It would not have been a great pick if Tyler, my husband, had done it. Because he knows that's a no-no. Um, but, other play. than that, you guys pretty much hit the nail on the head with all the other people. It's really questionable taking some people too early that probably shouldn't have even been there like in the yep. yeah so. Matt uh, we're going to give you a chance now did you find something or uh, y'all, y'all nailed it I will go with all of my picks after the seventh round. <laughs> <laughs> so from, from Tony Wait, Pollard. So, oh, on, you are counting Tony Pollard in that. No, I think I'll stay. Yeah, I'll go. I like eighth, that pick. I like eighth that round pick. and yeah. on. Go Tony, Tony, Tony Pollard's on. good. Do you still think Tony Pollard was a good pick? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> where absolutely. You, where are you picking? There's there's potential there. The first three weeks he's playing, I think it'll be a timeshare with Zeke in the back. Oh, what? Wow. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm sticking to it. That's can I, can so I ask you something? Great keeper pick. When is Zeke? When is Zeke? Uh, shared time with anybody when he started. Well, we're we're gonna like, keep him fresh until playoffs. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I, I do have bold. a question for you. Actually, you're the only one that did it, and it, it, I don't think it ever happens. It's pretty rare. Why did you take two defenses? Well, that was the part of. Um, it was a bad draft for me after the. Time. <laughs> <laughs> it it spiraled downhill. Um, I didn't even realize that. The Ravens. Yeah. Okay, well, I changed my answer. <laughs> the Ravens and the Browns. That's the worst. Well, defenses are not game changers. There's no reason Absolutely to roster two. not. Yeah, I can't. I can't defend that. <laughs> All right. Well, our next question for everybody is: uh, What do they think is going to be their their strength, uh, their strength and their weakness uh, of their team after after the draft? We'll start with Nate Dog on this one. What do you think is the strength and weakness of your team? Uh, <laughs> Interesting person to start with. Yeah, yeah. So I'd get him out of the way. Who has very little strengths. I'm, I'm looking at a really a very bad team. <laughs> <laughs> Ups, upside is your strength. That's your strength. Uh, upside yeah. is my strength. Next but, year. Uh, I mean, you, you've got Murray. You've got Geis. You've got A.J. Green possibly you know, coming back. You've got Robbie Anderson, Daryl Henderson. I mean, you have a ton of guys that could easily – Blow up. Where do I have Murray? I don't. I don't. Kyler, oh, Kyler Murray. Murray. Kyler Murray. Is that Murray. Okay. You uh, took him from me. You don't even remember. Like, yeah. I, I, well, let me ask you this: Going into next year, where you've stockpiled a bunch of draft picks, who who are you looking at as keepers to to really build a monster next season? You know, honestly, I, I it just depends. Like, it all depends on who performs this year. I mean, it's it it could be any of them. So it, it seemed it seemed like it was a lock for Damian Williams, but now with the shakeup right. there and everything that's coming out of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously the Kansas City backfield is not looking good um, with the additions they've made recently. And um, well, I think you really got to hope that guys, you know, if guys plays to his potential he had last year, then then he's definitely uh, uh, definitely a keeper candidate and somebody that. Could really be a game changer for you next year when you have all those high picks. Where you know you made a lot of moves to to get those high picks, and you keep a guy in the sixth round that you know you don't even have to account for. He might not even have a sixth round pick. Yeah, <laughs> I will have to trade to get one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything through sixth or tenth round. Next Kyler year, so. Murray could could be one, even if he turns out to you know be a Baker Mayfield. Yeah. It, you know, I mean, like that that would be a good one for you and. Uh, 
I mean, Dak Prescott, another one. I mean, if if they finally get everything together with Kellen, Kellen Moore there calling the plays, if all that clicks and they get Zeke signed like we think he will, I mean, that could be a great value. That's right. Uh, Matt, what about you? Strengths and weaknesses? Oh, mine is absolutely – the strengths are in the receivers. I'm going to ride with Mahomes at QB, OBJ, um, Brandon Cooks, and who is my receiver – Devontae Adams. So we will live and die with Mahomes and the, the wide receivers I've got. That's Ashley, what about you? Um, I like my receivers, and I love my tight end. So um, pretty much rode with Tyreek Hill and Zach Ertz last year. Um, they really helped me. Got a crap ton of points for me last year. Um, the one thing that I would say is probably a weakness is just the potential for injury on my team. Um, Carson Wentz hasn't really been able to stay healthy. I'm hoping that this year it's a little bit different. And well, it's the, for fantasy. For fantasy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. As a Cowboys fan, I wouldn't yeah. be too too upset. Yeah, he can sit out for the Cowboys games. I don't care about that. Um, but uh, in terms of, you know, just a downside, I would probably say Carson Wentz and Todd Gurley are kind of huge question marks for me. If they can stay healthy, I'll be in good shape. But like I said earlier, if not, I'm kind of screwed. I mean, I've got Phillip Rivers, who is – I don't even I don't even know when the last time he had an injury was. Uh, he's played a lot of consecutive oh, games. I mean, he's, like, never hurt, ever. Um, so, worst-case worst scenario – got to put Philip Rivers in for Carson Wentz um but if Todd Gurley goes down I don't really have anybody except Tariq Cohen to kind of give me some of that upside back so boom uh Corey tight ends that's about it I mean that's your only weakness no oh my I thought we were doing strength strength and bosses okay well yeah I would say tight ends probably my strength right now I mean have Evan Ingram and George Kittle. I don't. I don't hate your. Um, that's that's a well, that that's actually, a starter that is, in a in a flex yeah, for sure. Yeah. I didn't realize you had George Kittle too. Yeah. Yeah, he was a keeper. Um, what was your thinking there and taking the second tight end that early? Uh, honestly, I was just trying to do it in spite of everybody, so the, <laughs> there would be less quality pick like tight end picks for everybody else, and there wasn't. Much that I felt because what my team already consisted of, and I was just thinking, you know, it'll be really nice just to have a backup just in case like something happens. You never know with what's going to happen to San Francisco. I mean, it's still George Kittle's pretty strong and just like pretty much good totem pole for that offense. But I mean, anything can happen. I mean, they're still kind of a new offense, and Jimmy hasn't even had a full season. You don't really know really what the potential is or not potential like it's question mark there right sense. right yeah uh matt what, or i'm sorry where did matt didn't you uh, uh walsingham what's your uh strength and weakness there um kind of going with uh, the tight end theme that we were just going on i mean spent a second round pick on travis kelsey but he's a differentiator and with the keeper setup that we have a second round pick isn't you know there's already 20 players off the board going into the draft so I think even though it's a second round pick I think I got decent value and, and like I said it's a differentiator um, my weaknesses is, is got to be the wide receivers there's a bunch of could be great could be 
good and could be terrible. So we'll we'll have to play that out and that was something that I knew about midway through the draft that I realized, well, we're going to have to find receivers late just because of how the draft shook out. And that's just what I'm going to have to live with this year. I want to I want to comment on Garrett's team here. Um looking at it, I mean, honestly, I I'm I'm really impressed with the starting lineup for him. I mean, Dalvin Cook is somebody that I think we all agree has a supremely high ceiling. I mean, top five potential, it's just health that you worry about. And surely the guy's going to have, you know, that go his way this year. I mean, that, that's that's a really tough run of luck if, if it doesn't. I mean, Leonard Fournette is somebody that I think that they do want to get more incorporated in the passing game. But with Nick Foles in general in that offense, it's clearly an upgrade over Blake Bortles and – I mean, just having them as his rock and being able to have Deshaun Watson on his team and Travis Kelsey, I think that he's going to be able to make do with his receivers, and they're all guys that have great potential. Yeah, I agree, actually. Leonard Fournette late in the third round is actually a really good value. He was going to go off the board eventually. It's not like, you know, he's he's a he's proven to be a bell cow running back. I don't even know who the backup is in, in Jacksonville right now. Yeah, it doesn't He's going to get the opportunity. Hopefully Nick Foles boosts the passing game. That's going to open up some holes. Uh, for him, and, and he seems like he's back back at it. So I think that's a great pick. And again, you know, his, your receivers aren't that bad. I think it, you definitely rank up there one of the better drafts here today. Uh, <clears throat> Tyler Boyd is was was great. You know, once he took over, you know, kind of burst onto the scene last year. I'm not high on Kenny Kenny Galladay, but he is the number one receiver in Detroit. And then I, I've spoken on here many times about how. Uh, how much I love Robert Woods, and I think Bobby Woods is the best receiver to have in in that Rams offense, and that's second best offense in football. So, so you would say Woods, Cooks, then Cup, or I, I would say Woods, Cooks, then Cup, only because they've moved. They've they've said they're going to move away from that as many three wide receiver sets. Otherwise, I would go Woods, Cup, uh, Cooks. But uh, Tyler, what about you? Strengths and weaknesses. Well, um, as I started out the podcast, I mean, I. I think my biggest weakness here is tight end, clearly. Um, Greg Olson is my starting tight end. I went ahead and took um, took a couple other flyers, was considering a tight end flyer at the end. Uh, other than that, I mean, quarterback. I mean, Drew Brees, we've seen kind of a drop-off here the past few years. I think the floor is high with him, but does he still have the same ceiling? He's throwing a lot of shorter passes to Michael Thomas, which really help him but not necessarily Drew Brees. Same with Alvin Kamara. I mean, there are a lot of short passes, but I think that paired with Alvin Kamara as one of my running backs is that that's going to be a good weapon for me, stacking them. And I've got Lamar Jackson on my bench, which I think he's going to be a 1,000-yard rusher. I, honestly, those are tight end and quarterback, my only two weaknesses. I, I think that I'm as stacked as you can get in, in all other categories. I think I, I'm the same goes for my team. I've got Njoku in my tight end position. Definitely a lot of high upside. I didn't draft him, but immediately after the draft, I picked up Jordan Reed. Again, high upside at tight end. I couldn't get one of the top guys. I wanted to take Travis Kelsey, but I let him go, and he went the very next pick to Garrett. But I, I with with Njoku and Reed, I'm hoping one of those two guys can can come on and you know Reed with all the opportunities he's going to have. And then at quarterback, I guess everybody thinks that my quarterback is is a weakness. 
Uh, I've I, I drafted Jameis in most leagues, so I'm big on Jameis Winston. Well, you're big on Chris Godwin, so I think just by that. Yeah, and, and that's what I was going to talk about is my depth is definitely my strength. I mean, my top end is great, but Chris Godwin and Austin Eckler can't even make it into my, my, my starting lineup right now. And, and that just, I mean, Barkley, Mixon, Cooper, Tom, Michael Thomas, Chris Carson, I mean, that, that right there is a pretty stellar uh, starting five at the, the the key positions, their skill positions. So I'm good with that. Still take mine over yours. Uh, well, we'll get we'll get there. Uh, next question for everybody. Every, you know, we we get robbed all the time in the draft. So I want to ask, like, where was a pick where you thought you were going to get this guy, and maybe the pick before somebody took him, maybe a couple picks before, but where were you robbed? Uh, kind of hurt the most in this draft. And and I'm going to start with the guy again who I know had a bunch because he said it over and over again. Nate Dog. Where were you robbed? Were you, I mean, you were robbed a couple times, but <laughs> yes. what stands out to you? I, yeah, I mean, like, if I'm looking back at it, the, you know, you, you taking Christian Kirk in the seventh, I was thinking I could get that guy in the, the next pick, and I had to take Daryl Henderson. And, um, you know, same, same thing with, uh, um, shit, I don't know. <laughs> I know you had said uh, that that later on I, I took Geronimo Allison, and you were about to take him where you ended up with Will Fuller. Right. Yeah. That was that was a, that was the next pick I was going to make. But um, again, you took you get robbed sometimes. You have to just deal with the next the next pick that's that's up. And Will Fuller is a guy you've been in on. I love Will Fuller. You know, I, I, as long as he still stays healthy, I, I think he's a good pick. But. Yeah, you know he's he's been a guy that's been injury prone. So him, him and Deshaun him. have had an absurd connection. Yeah, they have. So uh, Tyler, since uh, since you're already talking, where where were you? Were you robbed in this draft? Is there there a time where you really uh, hoping to get someone? Honestly, I mean, I missed a big chunk of this draft just uh, because of my trading. So I mean, as I said earlier, I mean from pick four two, I didn't pick again until seven nine, and that was only by virtue of a mid-draft trade with Alec. Otherwise, I would have been stuck not picking till 8-5. Um, honestly, the only time I felt somewhat slighted was really Helm taking Robbie Anderson. And that, he wasn't going to get all the way back to me, but that was the only time in the draft where I was really like, damn. Because I've had Robbie Anderson in all my drafts. He's been a guy that I'm high on, and I've been taking – right around or just before his ADP, and uh, that was a guy that went about, you know, 10, 12 picks before me. So I wouldn't say I got sniped there or anything, but definitely a guy that I, I had a little bit of a, a feeling about. Uh, uh, Ashley? Oh, I already said mine. Sean Watson? Sean Watson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Matt, what about you? So mine is going to be late. But I, uh, Romeo grabbed Carlos Hyde in the 14th round. He slipped past everybody, really. Nobody really was thinking of him. Pick four, and I, I, had, I was waiting to draft him with the pick after that, and I went with Cleveland Browns defense for my you second. Well, so, that's what so you should have said earlier. Yeah. You should have just said you got flustered earlier. <laughs> it went really, really bad there. Um, and then I, what a drop off. But I punked Romeo before that in the third round <laughs> um, with the David Montgomery pick. Yeah, That's his Chicago guy. Bears fan right there. That was his boy. And uh, I was actually going to pick Josh Jacobs, which is who he picked after. Um, but Garrett talked me into David Montgomery. So that's yes. how that works. Well, Garrett, since he brought your name up, who, who, uh, where, where were you robbed? 
You know, I don't really know that I was. I was pretty happy with how it all shook out, to be honest. There was no point in the draft where I had, you know, maybe I was two picks away and I had my eyes on somebody and, and they got taken out from underneath me. Um, like I said, I had a pretty straightforward draft and so it wasn't, you know, I can't be mad at anybody. Uh, for me, it was in the, after my third round pick where I took Amari Cooper was at 3-4, I didn't have another pick to the beginning of the first round, and my plan there was to take, you know, best available skill position and, and getting down to it. I saw he was in my sights. It was T.Y. Hilton. I love T.Y. Hilton, and he was two picks away. And after that, I was gonna if T.Y. wasn't there, I was gonna take Josh Gordon. And then they went back to back with, with Angelo and then and then Kevin. Who even went Josh Gordon? I Kevin. Didn't... Kevin. Oh, that guy. Got him right before me, and that left me. You know, I took Melvin. That's where I went ahead and took the shot on Melvin Gordon. I didn't like the what else was left there. I could have probably taken Duke Johnson. Or, I spit or Tyler on that Boyd, pick. But... I, I, that's I, that's a terrible pick. <laughs> Someone's got to do it, and I had the someone to does. Do it. If, if Melvin Gordon gets traded, then I'm. I'm a genius. Where's so. he going to now that uh, Houston signed Hyde? I mean, the Tampa Chiefs. Do you think he's going to Tampa Bay? I, I'm hoping he that, or, Well, Bay. not that you think he'll get traded, but if he did, that's what you think. I think Tampa think. is his number one landing spot right now. They're the, they're the only team I can think of right now that would really be interested in a guy like Melvin Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, K-Spread, uh, finish this out here. Where were, you, where were you robbed at? For the most part, I kind of, I mean, how it unfolded for me, I kind of, wasn't paying attention too much about who was picking what. I was kind of just seeing where it came to me. But the only one I kind of had my sights on was Lamar Jackson. I really wanted him as my... Uh, Ooh, that was a robbery. Yeah, right I wanted before. him. To, I was really excited about him because I just feel like there's a lot of potential there. And he could be very, very interesting this year. And, uh, well, Tyler picked him right before me. And so then I just went ahead and picked up Cam Newton because I was... Didn't really look, want to look too much into it, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to go to my second choice of quarterbacks in that situation. But other than that, I mean... I, right. feel, like, I feel like Cam Newton, that robbed somebody. Was that you? No, I... He, he didn't like the pick. Oh, you didn't like the pick. Oh, okay. I would never... Um, condone. Condone Cam Newton in any scenario, just like... Amen. Yeah. <laughs> those, those two picks were... No, Aubrey. Cam Newton yeah. and James Winston should never be picked in any league ever. Damn, that's yeah. a Not even in like a no. 16 team? No. Uh, maybe a two quarterback league, 16 okay. team. Maybe. For sure. <laughs> maybe a two quarterback, 16 team. I feel yeah. like. Then, then you could pick them, but other Maybe if you, if you can't take a backup league, quarterback. Then. You should never pick those guys. I feel like ever. Cam Newton and Jameis Winston are like two of the most hated quarterbacks. <laughs> I was looking at like both of them. I was, <laughs> Cam Newton was who I was going with if, if he had been that there. That is why Alex, yeah. Alex the league villain. I'm yeah. 100%. <laughs> Matt, you're definitely the league villain. What, uh, you won the poll. <laughs> <laughs> Did we put one up? No, but... We Garrett made me to. take it down. I think Alex scared to put up a poll of who the league villain is. No, Garrett made me take it down. Yeah, I felt like that was just going to instigate bad vibes going into the draft. We got a fresh start. We That's what to, we need. I like this guy. We, this we, need, guy. we need to come in, drink some beer, have a good time, and then later we can talk shit. The man the fist fight. <laughs> well, uh, guys, I want to ask uh, pretty much these, these last two questions kind of correlate with each other. One, who are you most worried about facing? And two, and they, I would assume that they go together, but who do you think is the best team? I think we all agree that Helm has the worst team 
in the league. Does anybody have a disagreement with that? No, and that's not even it's, of any fault of his. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, for this he, draft, it's just the position that he's in. Um, and, and so uh, I want to go and, and go ahead and ask everybody who who uh, who they think is the, the best team and, and who they think is the the favorite right now, and then also what team are they they most scared of facing? And that, that will probably be the same. But I'll start with Garrett. Well, I was texting Romeo maybe two-thirds through the draft, and we were talking about how the draft was playing out, and I asked him that same question. I said, who do you think is looking best right now? And he said, Alec, and my answer was Tyler. I thought just the way things were shaking out and with Tyler had his team up on the television during the draft, and then he said, oh, by the way, also I've got Alvin Kamara on the bench that y'all can't see. And that was an eye-opening moment for me. That was, oh no, that's that might be the team to beat. So I guess I'll stick with that. All right, good call, Matt. Man, I, I Angelo had three first-round picks, um, and he the team is good. I'm not in love with it, but I feel like that just has to be my. I don't know. As much as I hate Alec, it's. That's a pretty strong team there. <laughs> <laughs> did you? So did you just admit that you think that I have the best team? I couldn't do that. Oh, oh <laughs> but but you did, right? I That's... couldn't do that. Let me go with. Hell. <laughs> no. Everybody let's... understands. I'm gonna go with Case Brad. Case Brad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't think Case Brad even agrees with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's uh, okay. Tyler, what about you? Who you who who do you fear? I mean myself. He can't fear himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has his own worst enemy. He likes to tinker. He likes to trade. He actually he, he likes. To whoa, he whoa, 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 whoa! He, he is going to screw himself up. I've this. never ever been in the pole position and screwed it up. Because you've never been in the pole position. Right, <laughs> right. So I think only that tag can go to Helm. Yes. On who who can't leave a good thing alone? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I I don't think I've done anything but help my team throughout the year in trades. But um, honestly, I I really love Garrett's team. Um, and if his guys stay healthy, I, I'm most scared of him. And Alec is right there with him. Uh, I mean, just with the ceiling of of Cook and the workload of Fournette. I mean, if both those guys can stay healthy and. I mean, obviously, I think that Kenny Galladay doesn't necessarily explode onto the scene. I think that that Marvin Jones kind of pries some of that workload back from him. But Tyler Boyd, Robert Woods, Travis Kelsey, Deshaun Watson. I've already I've already been on record saying that I think Deshaun Watson is the number one quarterback this year. I think that that's a scary scary team to ta- to face at full strength. So I w- I would say Garrett with Alec being a close second. All right, uh, Nate Dog. Yeah, I mean, typically I would say that. That you give Alec the, the world, he's gonna he's gonna mess it up in the end. But <laughs> in this draft, I think he's he's made some really good picks, and uh, he would be the scariest team that I would worry about facing. Of course, everybody's scary for me this year, <laughs> but uh, I think I think he's made some good picks, and um, he would be the one I would be, I'd be most scared of at the moment. But. Uh, you know, that could change. In that 10th round uh, kicker really sealed yeah. the deal for him. Well, Jameis Winston, 
Is, for the is, record, uh, okay. For the record, <laughs> oh, for those, oh, oh, for those oh. listening at home, I only had three picks left in the tenth round. Oh, okay. Well, and the I wanted, and, and I took Will Lutz oh, well. just to spite Tyler. That's why he's upset that I took a kicker in the tenth round. Jameis Winston and the kicker both are terrible picks. Uh, we should we should have talked about that more. In but the, in other the crazy than that, picks. he's done very good. Um, I expect good things from him. We'll we'll see how it turns out. So, Ashley. Don't say your husband. <laughs> um, I would I would say that I think there's parts of Tyler's team that are better than yours, uh, but there's also parts of your team that I think are better than his. Well, you have the number one pick. He's got six. Yeah. Um, I I'm not high on Jameis Winston. I just. To I'm going to shock the world. <laughs> I'm so Team Jameis now that it's – I'm, I'm – Team Jameis or Team Bruce Arians? Both. I'm just the Buccaneers. That's I'm, I'm all I in like, on the Buccaneers. Who, office, wants, who wants to be Team Buccaneers? Right Send Melvin now. Gordon to Tampa Nobody. Bay and your boy is just – I'm, I'm going to be stoked. That's going to be the number I like one offense Bruce in the NFL. Arians, but I just I, – I, I think Jameis Winston is probably one of the most overrated players. I just – he was Amen. he was good in college, um, but I just personally haven't seen that translate to the NFL as much as other quarterbacks. Um, like Tyler said earlier, I think Drew Brees has kind of had a drop off the last couple of years, but I think he's a little bit more consistent than Jameis Winston, um, and I think he has better weapons. Well, so both of those things are true. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a tie between the two. I, I'm really interested to see. Who comes out with a better record, honestly? And it's you. Hopefully it's me, but <laughs> I mean obviously. But just the competitiveness between you guys. I'm curious to see. But those are definitely two of the people that I'm worried about facing because I'll probably lose. So And case spread. My answer is not whether I think they're the best team in the league, but it's my fear of playing them. It's definitely gonna be home, because if He's gonna oh, beat anybody. That's a good twist He's gonna on beat him. anybody. I feel like it's gonna, it's just gonna come onto me, and it's gonna happen, and it's gonna, everybody's gonna dog that on shame. me. Shame. And, and I already, I can, point. I don't know. I can, I already feel it, it like coming on, and I'm just that's like, uh, that is, that is a good way to, to, is to a, take that yeah, question because, on. Because if losing the, losing the helm would probably be the most embarrassing thing of the year, and it will happen at least. I think Corey. I, I, I think you're safe. I think it's going to be Kevin. I think the league champion will lose to Helm. Which Matt will owe me twenty dollars. Yes, I think we would all be on board with that. Yeah, if Kevin could lose to Helm. Be the first. Be the first loss to Helm. That would be beautiful. And Corey, who do you think is going to win the league? Based um, on what you okay. see now. <laughs> Man. I don't really want to give out that information. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like. So how do you then? I'm well. Spent this Do whole I want to win? I want to win. And if things work out, yes. Uh, but I don't really want to give anybody extra confidence on oh, the team. Okay. You know? Oh, you should inflate people's heads. No, we already have the two biggest airheads here, like you and Alec, <laughs> who have this podcast. I don't want to inflate them anymore. <laughs> We've got such a huge platform. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, with, with my counterpart over there, my co-host Tyler. He's got a great squad. I, I, I hate to admit it, but he does. He's got some players that I would love to have. We made that trade. You know, I moved up to take Joe Mixon. Pretty much gave him my second, third round turn. Took a later third round pick, and he took the exact two guys I would have taken at the second and third round turn with Antonio Brown and Stephen Diggs. He, he that's literally what I would have done. So 
we kind of just you might not have got Joe Mixon. I probably wouldn't have got Joe Mixon. I know I wouldn't. Of course, already told me he would have taken Joe Mixon. So I, I'm I'm okay with moving up and doing what I did there. But he does have a dangerous team, and I I feel wholeheartedly comfortable saying that uh, I could see us both playing each other for the championship. Not being arrogant about that, but just looking at our squads. So, uh, so guys, I, I uh, you know we're about all the questions I had for you guys. Anybody have any comments about the draft they want to talk about? Anything, uh, you know, any any kind of moments where you had a real tough call? Maybe you want to talk about those picks a little bit. You know, maybe uh, maybe Tyler and, and you know we'll start with you. Just an example. I know you had a tough choice between Stephen Diggs and Amari Cooper. What were you thinking there? Well, you know, I thought that I had it pretty hammered out in my head um, initially in all of my mocks I had myself I had myself going Amari Cooper and Stephon Diggs but then Ashley changed her keeper to take um, Tyreek Hill out of the equation and honestly I just didn't see that happening um, I kind of caught myself second guessing whenever I was looking at projections it looked like they had Amari projected more I was thinking about all the potential, trying not to be a Cowboys homer, and ultimately I just went with what I had initially thought all along was that Stephon Diggs was the safer option with Amari's foot injury, which I really think he's going to be fine. I would have no problem having ended up with him, but um, that, that's, what, that's what made the deal for me. I just went kind of with the safer option there. There was no need for me to risk anything like that. What about, uh, what about you, Matt? You had some kind of – Tough calls there. What what made you lean certain you know uh, a certain way? You know what? Scratch the question. I got a bold statement here. I'm looking at my team. I'm gonna win the league this year. Oh my! I've got oh, I, I've got one midseason move in mind that that's gonna happen. Wait, why don't you make it right now? Um, cause why don't I, you just I go ahead and lock it up? He's gonna see wait how until Pollard out. gets his five games. Ma- I've got points Mahomes, first. Adams, OBJ. I think we are. You're going to trade a receiver. We're going to ball out, and I think that I think Wait, this is going to happen this year. What's your running back again? Uh, David Montgomery and Sony Michelle. <laughs> I mean, here's what, here's that, what I will that's say though. Sony, I will say, if Sony I will Michelle, say this about Matt's team. It, full point he PPR. is in position to move one of those receivers for a running back. The question is, I mean, I know, I know that right now I don't see any reason why me or Tyler would have any reason to move one of our running backs. I absolutely would not. I, I mean, I've I've got what. Keenan Allen, Antonio Brown, I've got um, Stephon Diggs, I've got Calvin Ridley, Allen Robinson. I have no room for – I don't need to do you, that. You look so. at Garrett, and Garrett maybe wouldn't would mind having an upgraded receiver, but you know he doesn't have any running back depth to be able to do that. Uh, so. Case Brad, um, maybe, but you don't necessarily have the running back that he would probably want because everybody knows making a trade with Matt is – the most, you know, he overvalues what? his players. Me more and Matt than have a great time. <laughs> yeah, because you got a great deal out of it. He got a great deal. You fleece everyone. Everyone buys into Tyler because he's a he nice got guy. Philip Lindsay and Brandon Cooks. I basically got Deshaun Watson. I mean, that that was a great deal for him. I, I will acquire CMC midway through the season. Kevin ain't letting go of Kevin's CMC. Not he used the first go. round pick to keep him. That's okay. That's all right. You're You're Matt's delusional, and he might be drunk. You're drunk. You know. He hasn't even drank all night. He's still drank. probably drunk off the fumes. Drink right? off a Topo Chico combination. We will win. We will, I, my team will win. Okay. This is the uh, year. All, all right. right, we're going to move past that. Put it on the board. That shrubbery. Thanks, Matt. Uh, uh, contribution. Ashley, where, where were you? Did you have kind of a, a tough decision anywhere that you just kind of, you know, you want to walk us through? 
Um, I would probably just say in the late rounds, I hit a portion where it was all running backs that I did not like. Um, but considering that I was at the end of, so I picked 10. So I was at the end of pretty much every other round. Um, so I had to reach for um, some of the receivers that I liked. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. What did you, what was your your thought process on on taking Mark Ingram there, you know, over Sony Michelle, over James White, and you know, over Derrick Henry, another guy you're high on, and um, and, and and over Deshaun Watson. I mean, um, I mean, I could have taken Deshaun Watson there, but I feel like the running back quality drop off was too big that I wasn't going to be able to recover. I mean, I would have gone. What twenty more picks? You would have had to reach for a guy like Tevin Coleman or something yeah. like that. Um, I I love Derrick Henry. Like I said earlier, I'm a huge Bama fan, but I just feel like he's really inconsistent. Um, Is that his fault, or you think that they just don't use him? I I don't think it's his fault. I just don't trust the Tennessee offense. To be completely honest, um, Mariota could die. I think that I think that they don't really know his skill set. Um. I, just, I feel like they don't utilize him in the right ways. Yeah, um, slow and steady. But Mark Ingram, obviously, he's been in the league a little bit longer. Um, and I think Baltimore is more of an offense that's going to be catered to him than New Orleans was. Um, so I'm thinking that he's going to have a better opportunity. Definitely a rushing offense. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Helm, what about you? Where did you uh, face some indecision? All over. Well, I mean, I can't remember if – Actually, Helm, I want you to give – the because uh, uh, more importantly to your draft is why did you choose to do this the way that you've done it and, and maybe talk about that set, a little bit. Set this year's draft up and, leave, you know, why you chose to do it. Well, I mean, I feel like I can still, you know, create a, a, a team that can be competitive this year even without, you know, any picks through the first five rounds. But, you know um, – this is very confusing, but <laughs> you leaving, Matt? Yeah, Matt's leaving. See you later, Matt. Bye-bye. Right, Matt. Matt. Matt's signing off. Bye, everyone. Um, you know, I, I, uh, I'm just, I, I didn't have a first-round pick this year, so I made a, a choice early on to, to trade away my second through fifth picks. And, and of course, I had extra picks, but um, to prepare for the next year's drafts and see what, what I could do next year. And again, like I was totally, we have a keeper league here, so my, my main goal was to try to find some keepers that I could keep and and um, and prepare for next year. But at the same time, I, I'm still competitive. I'm still trying to be competitive this year, and I don't want to just mail it in. He's know. paying to play this year, just like the rest of us. Yeah, so I'm that's still, I'm still giving my fifty dollars like everybody else, and and seeing what I can do. Um, you know, but if I'm if I'm looking at it. Was was Robert Woods a keeper? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really think I made a bad pick. I just, I did. You, you just know, didn't have any picks. I just didn't have any picks. <laughs> so I, I did the best of what I had. I, I think um, at the end of the day, I, I, you know, how it plays out, we'll see. You know, and then we'll, we'll, hopefully somebody will will stand out and earn a starting spot or or number one spot. You know, and and, we'll, and then you've got trade capital on. Yeah, Hopefully you win next year. That's my goal. <laughs> you know, next year I got that's a, the more important a great draft, and and next year's all the pressure's on me. 
you know. Huh? So, well, who knows what'll happen? But all right, uh, uh, Garrett, what about you? What did um, where did you face some indecision? The entire eighth round, I had, I guess it looks like the seventh pick in the eighth round, as well as the third pick in the eighth round, and. I found myself in this situation a couple different times in the draft. That's kind of why we started talking about a trade where, okay, here I am, it's my pick, and nobody that is best available is somebody that I think is worth the pick that we're at. So I just kind of found myself going with flyers almost, you know, just kind of, I mean, I took Alshon Jeffrey and Kenyon Drake in that round. And then I was happy to pick up Kareem Hunt in the 10th. Um, that was more of a next year pick and hopefully a playoff this year pick. But that whole stretch from the 8th to the 10th, I didn't really like. All right. Uh, case spread. I, like overall, I feel like just my drafting style, I feel like I was too nervous about reaching for things instead of because is that because of all the the shit talk that you would get from the other members of the league? <laughs> no. <laughs> or, or is it because of the previous four, no, four decisions you've made? No, it's just in general. It's just how I, I usually just go with what's there at the round. And a lot of times I just am like, I don't want to pick him because of value-wise, like at that draft spot. And it turns out like I feel like I could have reached for somebody, whether – at the position I was in, it might not have been the greatest pick for that round or that spot, but it would have been a better option for my team overall. And I just get in this little mindset of don't do that. And I, that's kind of how I've always been with any kind of draft. I'm like, no, let's not do that. And I feel like sometimes I just need to be – Go get what you want. Yeah. You say that, but you took David Johnson first overall last year. That, well, was, that I, was a strong pick, and uh, I respected it, and it didn't well, work out, but – I honestly was I thinking that. he was going to have a good year. That I felt like he, he should have, but, but I mean, he got hurt. It didn't work out, and so whatever. And I didn't really feel confident about anybody else. Well, you rightfully, I don't, I don't really you remember rightfully what didn't take were. Bell. Yeah, I didn't really. Cause, yeah, because yeah, Bell missed the entire year. Yeah. I mean, you you did a good job there. I think. I mean, I, th- I think it was clear. Honestly, that, last draft, I don't really remember much past. David I think Johnson. Antonio Brown was kind of the the guy that would have been considered there, and, and Ashley was drafting right two, and she was really happy that you passed on him because she drafted him right away. Yeah. So that was kind of the last year but that, I'm that ex- we saw. One pick that I'm excited about that's kind of like not really talk. I'm just excited. I don't know exactly what's going to come out of it, but Deshaun Jackson being back in Philly, I'm just like, what? I think it'll be very interesting. You're yeah. a sick man. <laughs> I think it'll be very. I mean, look at last year. The at least for a few games, like I feel like it's. When it's was he trying to be good trade bait? What before he went to the Redskins? Redskins. What? Come on, you're yeah. a Cowboys fan. He tore us up. How do you not know? Deshaun Jackson. Yes. 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 Was in Philly. Yes. Oh. yes. That's you hey, stop talking, Helen. You, you sound really unintelligent. Oh, you're right talking about Deshaun. I'm thinking of Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. <laughs> I feel like that's a half-hearted save there. Yeah, I feel yeah. like you Well, that's who I was thinking about in my heart, so. Okay. Definitely. Well, uh, you know, Corey, I do want to ask real quick. Uh, we're running out of time here, but uh, Ezekiel Elliott at third overall. I didn't expect you to take him. I really uh, wanted him. I, I, what what did what went through your mind there? Just, well, do you think he's coming, long, but you're pretty, I mean. For a long time, I was like, I didn't like my draft spot 
in this draft because of who was already being kept and what was going to be available. And I, the fact that Zeke was has this whole stigma around him about him playing or not, I just was like, I don't like this pick, but I'm going to just stick to it, and it's, I'm just going to roll with the punch. And whatever happens with him, that's what it is. I just felt like if I passed on him. You would regret it. Yeah, because even if he does, like, if things don't work out like people are saying right now with contract and if they, he misses games, who knows how many games, it, there's still potential of him missing. I mean, I couldn't not take him at that point because then I'd come back around and there really wouldn't have – I mean, my next pick was who would you, who would you have, Who would you have taken there? Would you – I know you got burned by David Johnson the year before. Uh, I'm just curious because I was a pick right after you, so. Honestly, I was probably – I was actually thinking Devontae Adams – I was gonna go receiver route and just. I would have loved that. I would have. I was thinking. I'm just gonna go heavy receivers and then try and pick up some running backs late that have potential to be. There were some great. There's a lot of depth at running back early on in the draft that you could have got the second, third, fourth there, but. But uh, I think the only thing for me that that really was up in the air. There's a few picks later on that you know Melvin Gordon obviously, but but I didn't get what I wanted in Josh Gordon and Ty, and I thought. But I've got the depth to take a, a shot on Melvin Gordon. I could have gone with Duke Johnson or Tyler Boyd or Tevin Coleman. I like all three of them, but I thought just taking a shot on Gordon would be worth it. But the trade with Tyler, for me, I saw an opportunity to get Joe Mixon, a guy who we talked about last, you know, last a uh, couple times on the podcast ago that I think is has a very good opportunity to be a top five running back, and the the ability to move up to him and still get. A, a good receiver and, and running back there uh, at, at the in the third round where I swapped with Tyler, it was worth it to me, and, and I think it turned out great getting Mixon, Carson, and Cooper there, uh, where he got Antonio Brown and Stephen Diggs. So, uh, you know that that for me, I think Garrett Garrett calls Joe Mixon my white whale, and I, I was real pleased with with being able to come out with Joe Mixon and, and with two uh, two potential top five guys. So. Uh, that's going to wrap us up here. Tyler, any final thoughts before we close out here, my co-host? No, no. I think that uh, I was really pleased with my draft, really pre- really pleased with the uh, the draft overall. Uh, hopefully we can have Romeo and Angelo grace us with their presence next year. Uh, Romeo's set to host. Angelo's not set to host for another couple years. But, um, I mean, we really enjoy our live drafts here, and uh, Sleep Wrap really made that easy this year for sure yeah i uh want to shout out to to tyler and ashley for opening up their homes uh you know uh please have uh sailor dean in your prayers hopefully she uh she makes an appearance soon uh want to really give a shout out to garrett who first opened up uh his home to us and we made the move uh to be able to have tyler and ashley here just more uh compatible that way but also for uh for being chef garrett today man you're great on the grill uh Shout out to, to Garrett. He, he, he really put together a meal. Uh, lastly, here, uh, you know, we, we also want to just give a shout out to Midland Odessa that has had an effect on a lot of us. Uh, Ashley uh, lived there. A, number, a few a couple of us went to college there. Uh, just have those guys, uh, those, those people there in the community and your thoughts and prayers and, uh, you know, during this tough time. So we thank you guys all for joining us. Follow us on Instagram, Washed Up Has Been's, Twitter, Washed Up Has Been's. We're going to have bios coming out throughout the week. We're going to talk matchups later in the week, uh, not just in our league, but, but throughout the, the NFL this week and what it looks like for fantasy. Uh, we'll see you next time here in the Washed Up Has Been's podcast.